Hey, all you hey. dudes out there, salute your shorts. It's another episode of What's a Boy Supposed to Do? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where, wow, we really just pine for our misspent youth in the 1990s. Yeah, it stinks when like you're not old enough to like really enjoy the 90s as a way in a teenager or adult mm-hmm. could. But now, like looking back, like, man, I lived in a good time. Yeah, we had it all, right? Yeah. We still had Saturday morning cartoons, but like they got really good for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and then they had those like Saturday morning fight shows, but also wrestling, which was always good. Yeah, wrestling was super good. Yeah, and uh, man, the internet was getting started. Just just got a little taste a of thing. it yeah. before that first crash that showed everybody. Well, the, the really the template. Yeah, you know what yeah, was going to keep happening. Bit, yeah, over and over. Oh, I miss it already. Uh, Jonathan, how are you? Doing well. You know, it's funny. Speaking of crashes, it, yeah. it kind of flows into this. Uh, in my classes, where I, I teach a Lego robotics class, which is always fun to like be able to like bring out yeah. uh, Legos and stuff. But there's a lot that goes into first Lego League. We're not going to get into it. It's a lot of politics. But I was uh, attempting to update the firmware of the like the 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 brick that houses the the brain of the, the brain of the of, the, of yeah. the yeah the mindstorms. Uh, and then as soon as I unplugged it after it was done updating, my entire hard drive crashed. Ooh. So we do not have robots right now. Wow, that's exciting. I, yeah, so what we did was, well, what I decided to do, mm-hmm. it's like, let's build board games, everybody. Oh, boy. So the first day back uh, last week, so on Tuesday, we had Monday off because of Martin Luther King. Yeah. we I had them play board games because you need it. This is the fun way I like to teach is like mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you figure out more by doing oh, yeah. it. So like, what are the things that you had involved with it? Like, what, what are these things? So I had gotten for Christmas a Nintendo Monopoly set. So I was oh. like, oh, six people can play this. Have fun. Uh, they opened oh, it up. Boy. No $100 bills. What? Freshly new, like in the plastic, like yeah. everything. No $100 bills. It was, it was 20s and below? It was 1s, 5s, 10s. No, it was 1s, 10s, 20s, 50s, and 500. What? No $100 bills. Wow. So I said, I'm going to call Monopoly. So the company. You mean that, Parker Brothers? No, 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 no. Usopoly. They're oh, their own company. right. Uh, oh, they do the off-branded yeah. ones. Yeah. So they, they said, oh, we're, we're really sorry. We're going to send you a whole new pack of money. And like, <laughs> nice. you know, when you hear that, you think, man, yeah. like, I'm going to get money. I'm going to win so much Monopoly. And then it's like, then you remember it's Monopoly. Yeah. But I'll be able to buy Luigi faster. <laughs> God. Yeah. I could only imagine how angry that game would make me. I remember being super pissed when I first saw Smash Brothers. Yeah. And thinking like, what is what has Nintendo done? What like what is wrong with you? You're taking these characters from from all these beloved franchises. You don't mash them up. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and then Japan said, "Let's mash up everybody." Yeah. Well, you know what? Then I then I played it. Yeah. And yeah. Hell yeah. That that was the shit. That was where it was at. Well, I'm sorry about your computer. Do it's you, fine. Do you want me to lend you some uh, DOS six point two two discs for you to uh, load no, up there I'm in ar- your three and a quarter inch floppy drive? I'm already getting made fun of by the kids for my lack of upgrade. Really? Actually, they make fun of me because of my upgrades. Like they want to be. They go on websites that are just Windows ninety five. Yeah. And they just. Like are on a I think home you should, screen website. And you know they just what? The sounds. I think it's ridiculous. time. Like nostalgia it up. We'll find you a copy of Windows ninety five, and you can show them what it was really like. 
I'm just saying, like, they found a website that yeah. does this. I don't, they don't, oh, need... I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. The Internet Archive. Uh, yeah. Oh, they, they have it there? They, yeah. Okay. They can, they'll emulate, they'll emulate a real working <laughs> Windows 95 system in <laughs> your browser. Emulate everything. And, uh, and you can play ski free. In, oh, yeah. In a browser. Like, God, in, I miss that. In game. Windows 95 when, in your browser. When the Abominable Snowman came, like, running out. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Ate, ate your ass up. Yeah. It's good times. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. I'm excited about our guests. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have to say, got me thinking about something that uh, I hadn't thought about in a minute. I mean, not to give too much away, but there have been several disappointing attempts at a movie franchise. Uh, some that, successful. Some with some success, but that never, in my mind, really captured the joy. No, of yeah, the yeah. the original content in uh, in the '90s. And we're not talking about Batman. Sorry, Joel Murphy. Uh, so should we get to it? Yeah. And yeah, to it. Are you, do you want to respond to that? I did just, I just dropped some shade. Out no, there. we're good. Let's, okay. Let's, yeah. We'll let Joel sit on that one. Good. I'm not taking it back, but we will be right back. Hi everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because we gravitate towards sadness. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right, boys and girls, welcome hey. back. We are delighted, and I mean super pumped, yeah, to the max, to be joined in to the studio the today by Nate Tyson. Nate, how are you? I'm great. Thank and, you for asking. And sorry, is it Nate, or do you prefer Nathaniel? Uh, no, Nate is fantastic. Uh, Nathaniel's good, too. Uh, just Nathan is completely unacceptable. That's not on the table. No. All right. Okay. Yeah. Then we will skip that. Uh Nate, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm excited that you're here because, as we all know, Logan is coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old man Logan. Old man and Logan. And older man Xavier. Right. Yeah. Like, and, cause, Dropping you know, F-bombs. You know, Holly, know, Hollywood just did that hot dad thing, right? And, and a lot of game companies have been putting out those games where it's like, oh, hot, hot dad, The Last of Us. Yeah. Um like Ryu now, like in, the, uh, the dad bod fetish. Yeah, there's there's that whole like. You See, know, the like, only hot like, dad game I can think of is Octo Dad, but that's well, that's not so much hot. That's uh, that's just like Fish Dad. Okay, uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of been a theme. There's uh there's some speculation in the game world that it's like, well, all these game developers have been around for a few years. They have kids, so they want to have some story about like a dad going after their child or protecting right. their child. Representation or... is important, exactly. And uh, and now we know where it comes from. Uh, I feel like Logan is kind of going for for that hot granddad look almost. It's it's pushing uh, maybe it a uncle, little. like yeah. a, but yeah, like uncle. older okay. uncle. Yeah, yeah. Like he clearly was was already in high school when your dad was like just just getting into his middle right, school. Right. So he's experience. not he's not used to dealing with children patiently at all. No, no, not at all. And and is missing. I mean, we know the story of actual Logan, but just that look. It's like he doesn't have the same cultural basis that I do. No. You know, like he's he's gonna miss all of my cool jokes. He's not gonna know what the Tinder is. Oh, absolutely not. No. Yeah. No, he's he's more of a bar fly sort of like bar scene. Yeah. Kind of yeah. But like but yeah. now now clearly like sad bar scene. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't think Wolverine actually needs to have a, a computer device to find women. No, they find him. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think, and try to kill him most of the time. A oh, for sure, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, well, Nate, the reason you're on is because this movie is coming, mm-hmm. and you are an expert in one of everyone's favorite 90s shows, The X-Men. Yeah. I am an expert. Yes. Oh, there it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah, and uh, I would do the theme song, but we all know it. Uh, so, yeah. could you tell us a little bit about uh, your some of your earliest memories of the X Men cartoon? Uh, well, I remember uh, the toys coming out. That was really yeah. The, oh yeah. I, yeah yeah the uh, the line that had I think the only female character was Storm, but it was uh, Cyclops and Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, in that first lineup for sure. And I remember being very angry that there was no Rogue. Uh, right, but yeah, so I, I ended up uh, watching the X Men because my parents kept me from uh, the Ninja Turtles. They didn't. Interesting. They didn't want me watching those. They thought I was going to like start hitting things uh, with. That's sticks. so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like my dad would not let me watch the Rugrats because he thought my anxiety was induced by Chucky. Mm. Really? Yeah. Like watching someone be anxious. Be is anxious. Going to make yeah. Not anxious. that it was like naturally and chemically in me, but like that was the reason. Yeah. Um, I wish I could say I had a story about not being allowed to watch cartoons in the 90s, but I had pretty neglectful parents. Oh, my my sister good. spanked my mom on the butt uh, oh. when she saw Cotton Hill do it on King of the Hill. Oh, wow. And I was yeah. no longer allowed to watch that show. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably for the best. Cool. So so it was really the toys that introduced you. It was the you. toys, and then I started watching the TV show, and I got really into it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's just kind of the best soap opera you can have. I mean, there's yeah, superpowers right. and, uh, you know, just... An awesome collective of people that just, you know, like outsiders together. Yeah. Yeah. And one very angry guy uh, with a Canadian inflection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch it now, he's... Logan is an insufferable jerk. Oh, yeah. Show. Oh, I mean, yeah. He literally is made angry by everything. Yeah. And he has no... Like, he doesn't have a character arc in that show. Not really. No. no. Um, he's he, he's just like the the set piece. He's the you know the the everyman that we bounce things off of. But he's, absolutely, he's the angry the like get off my lawn angry everyman. I think every once in a while there was an episode where you got some sense of his history or his sensitivity. But other right. than that, no. For the most part, he just he was at ten all the time. Yeah, <laughs> literally everything he would react to with just furious anger. Yeah. And um, I, it was appealing. As Jubilee, stop doing adorable things. Right. Exactly. He yeah. was very angry at her for that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you had Remy uh, Gambit. Yeah. Who, oh, yes. Who was probably uh, my second favorite male character, but my favorite was Rogue. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I think, of course. I mean, the, the Southern accent, the being able to beat, you know, everybody up. Yeah. Uh, flying. I mean, she had all the power sets I wanted as a kid. Right. And that hair. Oh, the hair, yes. I mean, could you be more 80s with that hair? That the, was intense. The hair was wonderful. The jacket, yeah, I think, was, right. was really fantastic because leather jackets really made a very big comeback yeah. in the early 90s. Yeah, that was a good time for the members-only jacket. Oh, yeah. Really doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, and that, and I, I thought, like, what a nice little add-on to, to be like, hey, my crime-fighting outfit is stupid and, and totally sexist. You I'm going to go ahead and throw this jacket on. You could wear spandex, but you couldn't wear only spandex. Right. That was kind of... I think that's a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's look in the mirror, take one piece of spandex off every time you leave the house. And replace it with normal people clothes. Yeah, I I find it's very interesting that Fox still kind of owns the right to to the X-Men that long. You know, like, you have the X-Men cartoons, and now you have Legion coming out soon for FX. True, yeah. So, like, you have this huge, like, network of of X-Men. 
uh, and, and television shows. Right. Uh, but man, like in the 90s when it came to uh, comic book cartoons, you had like Spider-Man and then you mm-hmm. had X-Men. Um, uh, Batman the Animated Series. Batman Animated yeah. Series. Like it was a good time to be a, a comic book guy, girl. It was, yeah. And, uh, what were your favorite comics? You know what? I never read that many comics. Uh, Mine was Dilbert. Growing up. Really? really? Was it Dilbert? Yeah. It was Dilbert. Yeah, my dad tried to get me into Dilbert. I I liked it. I had a little Dogbert Squishy, mm. uh, which is kind of a cool desk toy. Right. Uh, the the only stuff uh, there was a guy in high school who was really into comics, and uh, he got me reading one that I want to say is called Sam, uh, something like that. It's about like uh, the embodied spirit of Uncle Sam, uh, like angry mm-hmm. at how uh, and and like he sucks, like he's just like a bum in an alley because America has lost its way. And uh, I should sounds... find it and reread it yeah. because it would be very on. It's very on point for our current times. Yeah. But he goes on a, you know, it's a journey of self-discovery, meeting other historical embodiments of what America was. And, uh, and of course, trying to reconcile with Lady Liberty because eh, things mm, didn't end so good yeah. with the drugs. and the, Yeah. Uh, really interesting stuff that uh, probably cost me about half a grade point for reading it in English class instead oh, yeah. of paying attention. Yeah, that's all. I'm, I, I I don't really can picture like you wasting an entire class period on one comic. Oh, it was like a graphic novel. Oh, was it? Yeah, a it was, it was okay, longer. Okay. Yeah. No, actually, I'm really bad with comics because I do just like fly through the the words. I'm a I'm yeah. a reader. Yeah, I, I read words, so I don't usually stop to look at the pictures, and I'm like, why did I spend money on this? Yeah. It's over. Uh, so really Dilbert I really liked Dilbert I would nice. uh, lay in bed and read it uh, I I didn't get any of the jokes but I, Excellent. I, I found it to be uh, just a, a real uh, tear yeah uh, yeah and uh, you know I think I liked reading comics in bed before you know uh, right like a Calvin and Hobbes yeah mm-hmm. god yeah. Oh, a big yeah. one far sure. side yeah yeah uh, you know put my put myself in a weird headspace before I go to bed yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, set yourself up for. Do you some, think anybody got the jokes for Dilbert games. until the show came out? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure anybody got the jokes on the show. Either. Well, I enjoyed the no, show. The oh. sh- did you really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I I thought the show was. Uh, how would I put this? If uh, if the show had been a Flash animation on the internet, I would have said, "What what a cute project to learn Flash." Uh, oh because, yeah, <laughs> because the timing, like the comedic timing and delivery, was awful. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was. Sorry. It would just have long pauses between. You know, there would be. Here is the setup. Here is the adding to the setup. Yeah, it seemed like they were like Here they were sharing the one microphone, and everybody had to like cycle through and yeah, like, to like get time. up out of yeah. their chair and like move to the, let the next person in. Then exactly. they would have to get comfortable, and then they would say, "But the database should be purple." And, and then, I, just, I mean, that, what do you fine. mean? I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on anybody else's childhood, but mm. you know that, that I enjoyed it. Okay, I well, think that's, that's fair. You okay, know, there's I mean, plenty of stuff in my childhood that I've made the mistake of going back and 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 touching that memory, yeah. watching it again, and uh, it didn't end well. Do you have any examples? Danger Mouse. Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It was a, a real like I loved Danger Mouse growing up. I could sing the whole theme song. Yeah. Are you uh, just? Did you just watch the reboot on Netflix? Is that why I you... watched the originals on Netflix okay. when they yeah when they reaired the I I didn't bother watching the the reboot. Now, it's interesting, uh, Dilbert really does take me back because my dad was super into Dilbert and and had several of the, the collections, which, uh, of course, I would read. I read, pretty much just stole every uh, book my dad had and read it at some point, mm-hmm. uh, and still do that to this day. But 
Scott Adams kind of took a turn. I was I was going to say I, I yeah. I'm a little ashamed of my Dilbert love because Scott Adams has become uh, something of a monster. Yeah, I want to yeah. say a little bit a monster of a human being. Y- yeah, definitely. Uh, I found myself uh, sort of like mentally retconning that I never liked Dilbert all that much oh. after after what he did. I wish I honestly I just I wish I could do that, but I it was such a yeah. integral part, you know. I, I was part of the Dilbert fan club. I wrote a newsletter. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had a zine. You right. had your own Dilbert zine. I did. That's uh, nice. It was uh, just recopied uh, oh, yeah, Dilbert course, comics. Yeah. Oh, so it was kind of like a Dilbert mixtape? Yes, very much. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. and uh, Do you have any of those still? Oh, I, I they all burnt in a <gasps> fire. Actually burnt? They all burnt in a fire. Oh, my God. Was this a uh, a Dilbert comic purging fire? Or was this, yes. Once, once Scott Adams made his views on uh, feminism clear to me, right. I took a torch to it. Nate, this, this story makes me now extremely happy in two ways. One was that you dedicated yourself to something that you were really into. And then once you found, felt betrayed by the source of that, then you turned on your own creation and destroyed it. Viciously. I turned on it viciously. <laughs> This warms my heart in so many ways, but I, I do feel that we are getting a little away from uh, that's fair. My, yeah. The true the the true reason I'm on the show. Uh, let's come back. Re- yes, well, back let's in. let's you know my my love of Dilbert is pa- you know, paramount, but mm-hmm. my love of the X Men is a yeah. very close second. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, one of the things is uh, that we we see now being you know much older, uh, having the '90s well in our rearview mirror as we're trying to bring yeah. it back to to the forefront. We're we're seeing a lot of reboots, remakes, and all the stuff that's coming uh, now from what we've had in our past. So oh, yeah. Like if we look at like uh, they're they're rebooting and doing a new whole thing of Ducktales. You know, like we mm-hmm. have we have this thing where uh, th- they just keep recycling everything. Oh, yeah. So now we had uh, we had the the original trilogy of X Men. Um, and then we had this new trilogy of X Men uh, to, to repair the damage to repair done. the damage done. Just to literally retcon away uh, right. entire movies. Yeah. Uh, what What are your thoughts of having a studio continue to to do this? Like just thinking that they can re just just wipe the slate clean and try to do it over. Uh, as long as people are buying the tickets, I guess they're accomplishing what they're trying uh, to do. But. I think Spider-Man's the best example. Yeah, that's why I was okay. going to... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I believe we all agree that the first trilogy, you know, is a product of its time, but it's right. still really fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi's a great yeah. director, you know, sort of a... Right. put his mark on it. And then uh, the second attempted trilogy was... I got to tell you, I didn't see it. I didn't bother. That, you know what? You did not miss anything. There. Wow. I'm disappointed. I didn't hate them. I don't think anyone hated them. It would be a waste of effort to hate yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, I just felt like Andrew Garfield did a good job with what he was given. It was much more of a, uh, you know, like, I'm going to try to make Spider-Man a little bit more fun and not so stiff. Mm-hmm. What was weird was that, you know, Spider-Man's always been a nerd. That's, right. That's his... Yeah. He was a skateboarding hot kid who looked sort of upset all the time yeah like, okay that I is that it, is yeah. the opposite wow, emo skater kid is yeah not yeah. the demographic I no and, and it's like oh my life is so tough i'm what every you know high schooler right. desires to either be or be with or to know right uh, and and somehow he's still a loner loser which yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense yeah i mean and uh, he was 30 years old we right. sort of jokingly brought up representationalism earlier but uh th- yeah that's uh it's interesting that even within the this the genre of 
your average idiot white male undeserving hero, they managed to like screw that up. They, they managed to get away from to us to fuck up their subgenre. Yeah, uh, which is hilarious. Yes, as an idiot white male myself, uh, right? I've, I felt betrayed. Yeah, yeah. But but going back to what you were saying, it's sort of the idea that so they had those next two, and then they went out and reached out to Marvel and said. We want to do this right. How can you please, help? Please help please us help make us. money on this franchise. It, it, we keep screwing Because it up. wasn't like they weren't making money, you know? It's sort of like everything you read now when, with after Batman it's versus just Superman. just that they knew they weren't making Avengers money. Right. But, like, you, you have that whole idea of, like, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. People are a little bit worried R. about R. where things going. And then you have the Justice League movie and the Wonder Woman movie where everyone that you're reading online is like, both of these films are shit. Ben Affleck doesn't even want to touch the Batfleck movie anymore. So it's like, at what point does the studio go and say, we can't? You know, like, what? It's a good question. I mean, it's Warner Brothers who's doing the uh, DC. Right, yeah. I would say, honestly, if this Justice League movie doesn't work, I can't see them pushing forward. I mean, it was yeah. just good money after bad at that point, isn't it? Right. Yeah, does that sunk cost fallacy? Yeah, see it. They will, but at some point, uh, I mean, again, they have they sort of have the high watermark to look at, and and that is like, oh, that Avengers money, and I think they know that they're not going to get that, and right. so the question is like, yeah, we're making movies and we're making some money, but like, is it worth it as an investment vehicle because we are crass capitalists? And I think the answer will at some point be no. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I think it's about time for us to play everybody's favorite game. You know Jack. I'm so excited for this. That's right. Uh, one of my favorite and I think one of our audience's favorite uh, games coming out of the 90s uh, was not on Nickelodeon. No. Uh, it was on your computer. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, the the game that might have taught you uh, the double entendre meaning yeah. of the word screw. Yeah. Uh, that's right. We love You Don't Know Jack. Great game. And uh, we are, of course, not at all associated with uh, Jackbox Interactive nope. or Jellyvision uh, or Berkeley Systems as much as we would like to be. Uh, so we've got our own little twist yep. on this game. Uh, Jonathan, would you like to explain the rules? Yeah, so what's going to happen is uh, we also enjoyed, uh, uh, not in the 90s, but a little bit after, uh, Paul Rubin's take on You Don't Know Jack on the yeah. national television show. So we decided to take sort of a little bit of both worlds. So we have You Don't Know Jack, and then we also have uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. So we are taking the word of the day, um, and we have a few words of the day. And the goal is that you're going to, the first thing that comes to your mind, you're going to tell a story that connects to it, but the person next to that person is going to be rotating a Jack in the Box. And if you don't finish your story and the Jack in the Box comes out, uh, you you lose. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Nate, as our guest, uh-huh. would you like to do the honor of choosing which one of us goes first? I'm going to say Jonathan. I, right. I'd like to see you go first. All right. Hey, then, uh, I'm going to hand hand you the jack oh, in the box. Yes, okay. Get that here. And uh, go ahead and draw out one of the words from this bucket. Okay. Your word is porcupine. Ah! Sorry. I just like to do that. Time's a wasting. Yeah, he okay, he's, he's spinning. Um, so there was this time that you I don't was... have to do it along. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it. So yeah, it's, it's gonna make it so much. Uh, so there was this one time that I uh, just was at, at this uh, park, and um, there was this oh, little porcupine. He's spinning faster. I know. Okay. It's coming, and, and, uh, there was a porcupine. He came over, and I said, "Hey, porcupine, what's up?" And he was like. Mm-hmm. 
because that's what they talked like. Mm. And then I fed it bread, and then it like ran away. Oh, okay. Yep. End of story. Nice. All right. Uh, wow. And oh, there it popped. Very good. So you actually had a good buffer on that Whew. one. Uh, great. Well, uh, Nate, excellent job. You see how this works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you would pass that to Jonathan, Thank you. he'll that. pack that back mm-hmm. in. And uh, Jonathan, if you would give me my word. Lettuce. Lettuce. Ah! Sorry. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, you're taking up some of my time. So uh, let's see. Back in elementary school, there was an option to uh, – you could always bring your lunch or get – okay, speeding up. Or uh, you could get the cafeteria lunch. Or at some point, you could get – god damn it, Jonathan, this is cheating. Don't go so fast. Anyway, there was a salad bar. It had a lot of lettuce on it. And uh, there was cheese. Okay, thank you for slowing down. I used to like to get plates of all the proteins, uh, cheese, chicken, olives, and, uh, and be occasionally confident. I would feel bad, and I would get some lettuce, and uh, I would eat that stuff, and uh, that's it. That's the end of my story. Ah! Ooh, squeaked it in there. That's ridiculous. That should not have taken that long. No, it's true. Especially the way you were pumping your arm. I thought you were yeah. going to break it. Wow. All right, let's uh, get this. Uh, Nate, do you do you feel ready now uh, that you've seen this two times? I, I think I've got the hang of this, yeah. Okay, we're going to go ahead and draw out a word. And, oh boy, that's this is an easy one. Uh, your word is pog. Oh, pog. Uh, well, uh, when I was a child, I, I had a container of pogs, and they were kept in a cylindrical tube. Uh, mm-hmm. And you would have a slammer, which is the big heavy one that you would use right. to hit the other pogs. All and, right. I put my slammer on top of all the other ones in my tube, and it got stuck. And I could not access any of my pogs, uh, and I was a very sad child. And I, oh, 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 I really wanted to hear the end of that one. Yeah, uh-huh. it was good. Yeah. Did you ever get those pogs out of there? No, never. Never? No. I burnt them. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone, you now know Jack. That's right. Uh, great. Well, uh, Nate, we are getting close to time, but, uh, are there any final thoughts you would like to leave the audience with on, uh, the, the X-Men, the, or the, the Logan? Oh, uh, well, I, I think it looks like it's going to be a good movie. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, as a couple F-bombs in there yeah. and, uh, Patrick Stewart, handsome as ever. Can I, Sorry. can I just ask, uh, who, who do you think will take the reins over once Hugh Jackman hangs him up? Elijah Wood. Wow. Oh, yeah, dark horse on that one. Unexpected. Great. Well, uh, Nate, where can folks find you online if they would like to uh, chat more about X-Men or anything else 90s? Uh, well, I'm on Twitter at uh, Hollow Chatter, all one word. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, Facebook friend me, Nathaniel Tyson. All right. Nice. I'm an open, open book. Nice. An open Facebook. Great. Uh, well, Nate, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a delight. Yeah. And uh, folks, we'll be right back. Hi there! Come on down to the 90s Yard Dash. It's a store where we can repair and replace all of your 90s nostalgic toys. Do you want to fix the counter in your skip-it? Maybe repair the springs in your moon boots? Fix the LEDs in your LA lights? Come on down! Also, we we will be remembering everybody we lost in the 90s. Well, I want to live in a magazine. I want to go in cheap and come out clean. Welcome back, everybody. Hey! Jonathan, great interview. Yeah, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry that it seems that Dilbert was really wonderful in the 90s, but then Scott Adams really fucked shit up. You know, it's I'm definitely looking back through lenses. Yeah. They're not rose-colored. Uh, and I, I will say Dilbert is good humor 
if you uh, are a cubicle nerd that works with right. computers. I just have to say, thank, in, in the 90s. Thank God the Aaron Magruder came with the boondocks and oh my God. leveled the scales. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't in the 90s, though. But I, I'm just, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, but if we look at the 90s as a block, right. they weren't redeemed. No. Well. Yeah. It's unfortunate. That's all right. Uh, Jonathan, what do we got going on next week? Well, next week is exciting. Yeah. Uh, we're going to actually get a chance to talk about something that we don't really ever get to talk about and that we really shouldn't talk about, but that's 90s politics. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. We're, yeah. we're going to get to sort of take a comprehensive look at what was the the Clinton administration and not yeah. the seedy stuff, like actual things that he was able to do. Right. Um, and maybe even uh, a little bit of a saxophone solo by yours truly. Nice. Yeah. I can't believe I talked you into it. I've been taking lessons for about two months. It's going to be wonderful. It sure is. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to that. I hope you folks are too. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. You know, we would not do the show without you. So, uh, holler at us. We would love to hear from you. Uh, you can hit us up on our website at we have to ask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at we have to ask. Uh, we want to know, Hey, what do you miss about the nineties? Uh, because we miss almost all of it. And we don't want bullshit answers like all of it. Right. We know that. Yeah. No, it's time to dig deep. Yeah. Like everybody. let's, we, we want to be able to help you. Um, and maybe putting it out in the universe will get a reboot that's going to be good. Yeah. David Tennant is going to be Scrooge McDuck, everybody. Like, the I'm world is in a good place. Yeah. There's there's a glimmer of hope. Yeah. Uh, great. Well, folks, thanks again for listening. Until next time, I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, I double dare you to explain all that. See you next time. This episode of What's a Boy Supposed to Do is brought to you by 90s Yard Dash. We'd like to thank our producers Amy and Herbie Lobsters, and thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavedask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at wehavedask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio. A weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.